This is the Lost Start of Communication, hosted by Molly and Trisha. Hello, welcome back to the Lost Start of Communication podcast. Today we're going to talk about an incredibly important topic, which is how to communicate when we are talking about our bodies and body image issues and commenting on our own feelings regarding our appearance and the appearance of others, ways that we can be sensitive to how other people are feeling and really things we can watch out for to make sure we're not offending other people as well as making sure we're being kind to ourselves when we talk about our bodies. That's exactly what I was just going to say, not offending others and not offending ourselves either. Um, I think this pulls into a lot of the other different episodes we've already done, um, but I think it's going to be nice to solely focus on this topic of talking about your body, and um, we're going to get into a lot of topics that I don't think people discuss very much about how, when you talk about your body, how it not only affects you, but other people too. So I'm excited to kind of get into that. Yeah, it's interesting because it's almost accepted the way that we all bash our bodies so much, particularly among women. I think men do it too, though, more than we realize. It's just more talked about with women. And obviously me and Trisha are too female identifying women and so we are in the world of females so if if there's men listening to this um we're not to say like that this isn't happening or we we just don't know as much Mm -hmm. and I think it does happen I think there's huge levels of body dysmorphia among both men and women and that's perceiving yourself in a way that is probably largely inaccurate but it's so easy for us to make demeaning comments about our body and not realize the effect that our comments about ourselves are actually having on the people around us. And that's why, to me, this is such an important topic. Because for years, I was making negative comments about my body in front of other people without realizing the impact that my comments about myself were having on other people's self-esteem. So for example... When we were in college, Molly and I were roommates, and I had stomach issues all the time, and so I would always say, oh gosh, I feel so fat. And I know you all can't see me, but I am not classified as overweight, and so every time I would call myself fat, the people around me would think, oh gosh, if she thinks she's fat, what does she think about me? And so it was making other people around me feel insecure, whereas in my head, I was not thinking about anyone else. I was just thinking about myself. And I actually wasn't even thinking about my appearance. I was thinking about how I felt. So Molly taught me to say, I feel bloated right now. Instead of just saying (laughs) something like that. Rather than saying, I'm fat. So when Trisha did say things like, "Uh, I I feel so fat or I'm so fat right now, I would be around her. And objectively, I do weigh more than Trisha. So when she would say that, I would just turn the thoughts back on me and say oh my goodness if Trisha's saying she's fat I she must think I'm really large and I would like get super aware of how large I was in that moment and it made me very self-conscious even though for me I wasn't thinking about Molly at all yeah yeah and and I think that's such a true thing when we talk about our bodies in general that it's so solely focused on yourself it's so self-centered it's hard to now start thinking about other people and and start thinking about how your words impact others. Yeah, and that word, fat, the F word, it's terrible. It's just (laughs) because we throw it around so flippantly and not realizing 
the way that it comes across now deeply ingrained it is in us to say oh I look fat in these jeans or oh it's just a culturally accepted phrase and that's not okay and it is such a bad word to call other people fat Mm -hmm. so like why would you throw it around so flippantly yeah and there was another example my coworker, super tall thin build and one time he was going through a phase where he was trying to gain weight and he was trying to gain body fat in order to then turn that into muscle and so he was in this phase where he had a bit of a gut more of a gut than he was used to and he said he turned this corner and he said oh and he put his hand on his belly and he's like well I, I just have this gut right now and I'm just not used to being fat and so it's just so interesting and he just totally casual he was not saying this out of any insecurity he knew it that he was trying to gain weight but I was at a place in my life where I was able to understand other people's perspectives more, so I didn't take his comment personally, but had I heard him say, call himself fat a few years prior, my first thought would have been, oh my gosh, if he thinks he's fat, I must be a cow. Because again, we turn everything back on ourselves, and to him, like, it really was nothing. He was just, and he wasn't coming out of it from a place of insecurity. He wasn't fishing for compliments. He didn't want me to be like, oh no, you're so thin. Like, he was trying to gain weight, but he was objectively not fat. And so to hear him call himself fat, I was like, wow, that, because we, again, immediately turn the judgment onto ourselves, and the lens through which we see ourselves is so different from the lens through which we see other people. Yeah. I think you brought up a good point. You said that he wasn't asking for, like, validation that he wasn't fat. But I think that's a lot of times what happens when women talk together. It turns into each other validating each other um, and just – it's it's not healthy, <laughs> I don't think. It turns into women and men probably. But, again, we're thinking about women because that's the experience we have – turns into needing others' validation in that moment to then feel good about yourself. Fishing for compliments. Like if I say, yeah. oh, I'm so fat, and then someone else says, no, you're perfect. Look at this part of my body that's fatter than the thing that you just Yes, said. and then it goes in this big circle of everyone hating on themselves. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, let me comment. On- it's like that scene in Mean Girls, you know? <laughs> yes, it would, that's the first thing I thought of when we started recording this, that like, when all the girls turn to Katie and they're like, what do you hate about yourself? And she's like, uh, I don't know my, what did she say? Like her hands or something? Like breath smells bad in the morning or something. Right. So basically if you haven't seen the movie, it's there, all these girls are going around saying their physical features that they dislike. And so what we ought to do, because that happens all the time is one person will say like, Oh, my thighs are so big or, Oh, my belly's, I gain weight in my stomach. And, Part of this, I think, comes with age and maturity. I've noticed in my friends lately, people are less apt to do that. But one thing we can all work harder to do is shift the perspective from dwelling on all the things we have wrong with us to saying, you know, I gain a little more weight in my abdomen, but my legs are on fire. You know, something like that is Mm -hmm. build each other up. So if you do have a friend that starts talking negatively about their bodies, you can say, you know, I've always actually really loved this part of your body and what I love about my body is, you know, and so shifting it to a more positive place. Mm -hmm. And again, there are going to be those times when you are self-conscious about your body. That is just the truth. And that happens. We can do all the work around all of this to accept our bodies more and more, but there are going to be days that are, you're less confident about it. 
And so what I think would be really a good idea is to notice that in yourself and, and try not to make those situations where you are fishing for compliments, but just make it kind of more known, like, hey, I am feeling insecure about my arms today. This sucks. Um, but making it more blatant and that way so it's not this weird cycle of now you say something bad about your body. It just becomes more, hey, I'm having a tough moment right now expressing your needs and what you need in that moment. I'm, you might need reassurance. Like, Hey, like, Oh, I feel so ugly. Like I need a second to calm down and like get my head right. Yeah. And by giving that preface of saying, here's why I'm saying this, that really helps the listener. Cause then they know what you need. It's like we talked about in our yeah. expressing intentions in a conversation episode. But if someone's just sitting there like, Oh, I hate my arms. It's like, you don't know how to help that person. Oh, I know this one woman who will always just stand around and be like, oh, you're so thin. I'm so fat. I'm like, I don't know how to help you. That makes it so uncomfortable. Because what am I supposed to, because she is a little overweight. And so I don't know what to say. And so it just makes everyone feel really uncomfortable in that situation. Whereas if you're saying, I'm having an off day, I'm feeling really insecure about this. I'm going to try not to dwell on it, but I'm just putting it out there. And then you can get some empathy from your friend and then your friend will know better how to react to that situation. Exactly. Um, this actually happened to me the other day. I was trying to get ready to go out somewhere and my apartment in my room doesn't have AC and I sweat a lot (laughs) and I was not liking how I looked. My hair was a mess. My clothes weren't fitting and my boyfriend was coming over to pick me up and he was like, Oh, Hey, like you look great. And I was like, I do not look great. I'm really in a bad mood. I need to get my head right real fast. Like I'm, I'm not happy with how I look. Give me a minute. (laughs) I like ran away and I like stood in front of my AC downstairs and like got my head right. But like I had to express to him clearly, like I need a minute. I'm not happy with my body right now. Hold on. Mm -hmm. And that made his role not to be like, you look great. You look great. It was like, Oh, she needs a minute. Like Mm -hmm. she will be ready on her own soon. And that's again, with all the work that I've done myself with my own body and like being able to get to a place where I could help my brain on my own. Yeah. What this is just really reminding me is how sensitive and personal all of these issues are because it's so just even thinking about it now, the degree to which we exaggerate these issues that are often imaginary is insane because often it's not even true. Like we're all hating on our bodies and a lot of the time it's so unnecessary and it's just insane that it's such a sensitive issue and that it's so culturally normal for us to be making these statements. It's like, for example, oh my gosh, I remember I was in grad school and I was at the, I was at a clinical rotation and the supervisor and her friend were talking, there were two teachers in a school and one of them was talking about how she had a stomach bug. And so she'd been throwing up a lot and she was like, but I feel so skinny afterwards. So it felt great. And then the other teacher's like, Oh my gosh, don't you love that? And then we all kind of stopped and looked at each other and we're like, there's something seriously wrong with our society that we're happy when we've been physically ill to the point we can't hold food in our stomachs because we feel skinny compared to if Mm -hmm. we're, bloated you know Mm. it's ridiculous that's that's the same scene in the devil wears prada do you remember that scene where she's like i'm i'm one stomach bug away from my goal weight is one of the lines that she said and it's it's so sad it's so so sad 
fortunately, I think there is a shift starting to happen where we're focusing less on weight and more on overall health. So if you're exposed to that, I mean, you and I, Molly, make an active effort to be nutrition-focused as opposed to weight-focused. But even still, I was talking to this guy the other day. He's, like, so adamant about counting calories. And it just – that seems like an antiquated notion to me just based on the research. Like, calories matter, but it's more about whole foods and and having nutritious calories as opposed to empty calories, things like that. But it is – it's still such a deeply rooted part of our society that I think the whole point of us even having this conversation is to say, be sensitive about the way that you talk about your body. Remind yourself it's not all about appearances because not only are you putting yourself in that negative space and not loving yourself, but you're really making other people insecure. It's not all about you. You're making other people feel bad when you talk badly about yourself. And I think it's important to say, too, like, everybody is on their own journey in body acceptance. So whatever you're saying in space with other people, just remember that everyone's on their own journey in different places in their journey. So someone might have totally accepted their body at one point, but another person is still on the journey of, you know, not calling her fat every waking moment, Mm -hmm. right? Like, there's – everyone's on their own piece of the journey so being cognizant of that when you're talking about yourself yeah and I think we should talk about too how to react to someone who's making those statements because there's Mm -hmm. there are some people that if you're like oh I'm so fat they're like no you're perfect and perfect is a strong word to use but then it also depends where you're coming from so if the person is looking for compliments should we respond with compliments or should we help the person see themselves as see themselves in a different light as opposed to just slapping on the compliment and be like, no, you look good. How do we help our friends see each other for the beautiful people that they are? I think it's really important to note that it has to come internally. Mm-hmm. Like this body acceptance stuff, if it all is external, then you didn't do any body work. Right? Exactly. So it's hard to say like, what is your role as the external person? Because it shouldn't come from you. How do you help the person with, their own body issues is like to get there on their own, which is, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Big question. Obviously we don't have the answer to that, but what we can say is communicate more sensitively. And Molly, you brought up something earlier about if you're commenting on your body from a place of, I understand. Do you want to describe? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, something that I've done, I've done a lot of work on my own mental state about around my body. Um, but there are pieces about my body objectively that, you know, are larger or that are not, they're just different, right? And so it's hard because sometimes I'll comment on it. So for example, when me and Trisha were in a wedding a while back and um, we were putting on our dresses, like my arms are larger than a lot of the other girls. And so I was making a comment saying like, oh, my arms are bigger in this dress. And that is just a comment. Like the dress was not flattering to my arms. And so I wasn't fishing for compliments and anything like that. I was just saying, oh, look at that. Like, (laughs) man, that's a fact. And it was so naturally ingrained in other people to be like, no, 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 it's okay. Like, your arms look great. Your arms look great. And I was like, no, no. Like, honestly, they are larger in this dress. The end. (laughs) Just a fact. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, that's communicating your needs and your statement and your communicative intent. I should, I I don't know. I don't know. I think that's interesting. I should be able to say like, hey, this is a fact and, and, the roles of other people were just not what I needed at that point. Yeah, well, I think in that moment you could say, 
I'm fine with it. I'm just pointing out. But then you have to think, why are you even saying it? Yeah, which when I was saying that, I was like, oh, I was insecure about my arms. We're saying it because we often give those things like, hey, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, ah, because it makes us feel better to talk about things. I remember that day, I felt so hideous. Like, I had my makeup done. I thought my hair looked terrible. I was like, I'm so ugly right now. And I remember saying to you, like, I look gross. And you were like, no, you don't. You look beautiful. Blah, blah. And I was like, I just need to say it, though, because otherwise I would be sitting there pouting because I looked so ugly. Yeah. And then I had to get over it. And it was fine. And I did. And sometimes, like, I think I said the arms thing, too, because... Huh, this is getting deeper than I wanted, but, um, <laughs> like, saying the arm thing, I think I was thinking everyone was thinking it anyway, so if I say it, it'll just be put out there so I can just take the elephant out of the room, when it's exactly. obviously not an elephant in the room, probably no one else is thinking about it, but I think I said it to be, like, I know you all are thinking it, so I'm just going to say it and acknowledge it, too, I don't need validation, just... We all know. Exactly. I think that's why I said I felt ugly is because I thought everyone was looking at me like, wow, these other girls look great and Trisha looks hideous, you know? And so it just, but it's all comes. And you don't want other people to think you think you look beautiful. When, but really, you know, like, I was thinking about yeah. how ugly I was and you were thinking about how your arms felt. And so like no one was even paying attention to each other. No, because we were all getting ready to look good. So obviously we're all focused on our own selves. Yeah. <sighs> I want to go back to what you said though about your arms being objectively uh, this just personal to be completely honest I've never thought wow Molly's arms are large for her body ever but okay. I, but I just there are times when we can say objectively I have this feature I was talking to my friends the other friend the other day and she was like she gains weight in her hips and butt and so she was saying how she has bigger thighs and then a friend of ours who is a male commented that his sister was always very insecure about her thighs. And I have met his sister, and she is incredibly thin. I don't see an ounce of fat on her body. She's very in shape. And so, anyway, he said that she was always insecure about her thighs, even though she's so skinny. But then he said, but she does have big thighs. And so in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, is that the standard for what big thighs are? Because if so, like I have humongous thighs, and that's not ever something that I was insecure about. But then I talked to him about it afterwards, and he meant she has big thighs in comparison to the rest of her body, not big thighs in comparison to thighs of the world. And so that was something that's really important because we throw around these things flippantly and we don't think about it. Because why was he, he's not going to stop and analyze that conversation, but I think we all need to slow down and actually think about what we're saying because we hear these things from a very young age and they get deeply ingrained in us and that's why we have body image issues because all these things we hear when we're growing up and we play with Barbie dolls that are so perfect and we watch these TV shows and we see it now. I can't even imagine with social media how perfect everyone looks all the time, what impact that's going to have. So we need to all play our part in being careful with the way that we articulate our own appearances and other people's because him saying she has, quote, big thighs immediately made me think of my thigh. But also I was thinking like, no, she doesn't. But he meant in comparison to her body. So making sure you're very specific and you're not saying something in a negative way you're saying something in an objective way. Objectively, sure, she has bigger thighs than you would expect for how thin she is, but that is can be objective, but the way that it was presented made it sound more like a derogatory opinion. And so we need to be careful if we are saying, oh, my arms 
are objectively large. Like I gain weight in my arms. That's an that's a statement. It's not an opinion. Yeah, that's a great way to say it. A, a, a statement rather than an opinion. And I think that's important to clarify with what you're saying. And if you say it like a fact or statement, then you're not fishing for compliments. You're just just make sure though, because you can say I'm fat as a statement and it's like, you're really scared, but that's not, that's not objective. Something that I've listened to. I actually listened to a podcast the other day. I will look it up and put it in the show notes because I don't know what it was, but it was about this woman who is overweight and she says, I am fat. That is a fact. I am a size whatever that is large. I'm classified in the medical field as overweight. So as a fact, I am fat. And so that was interesting because she was taking ownership of it. And she's like, that's just what it is. I hate when people tell me that I'm not fat because, hey, guess what? I am. And so that's another interesting piece too. Yeah. I just don't like the word fat. Like say I am overweight because then I feel like Mm. it makes it less subjective. Yeah, because what is fat, right? Mm-hmm. Like, your fat is different than her fat, which is different than his fat, so... I just think we should all stop saying the word fat unless you're talking about, like, meat. Fat on a Yeah, exactly. Like, steak. <laughs> so, yeah, that is interesting about that woman, though, because imagine if you are actually overweight and you're saying that and everyone's like, oh, no, it's fine, then you know people are being fake. Yeah, It's like if I say... My hair is so brown today. I have brown hair, for those of you who don't know what I look like. And and Molly's like, oh, no, it's not. It's not brown. Like It's blonde. It's blonde. Like, that's not going to yeah. help anything. Or when people try to lie and tell me I'm tan. I'm like, I'm really not tan. I'm very pale, and that's fine. But it, it actually but makes it that's... feel like being pale is an insult. Yes, and that's because they're assuming you're you're saying it because you're insecure about it. Yes, but that reaction actually makes people feel worse because it's like, no, I'm fine being pale. Like, I think pale is beautiful, you know, whereas if you're... And then they have to backtrack and be like, oh, no, no, yeah, it is, yeah. Exactly. And then it's all uncomfortable. So if you're saying, for example, I'm just using your arms as an example because you mentioned it before. If you're saying like, oh, no, I gained more weight in my arms and people are like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, no, you don't, then it's going to make you feel worse about that as opposed to saying like, no, mm-hmm. like, I do. And that's okay. It is what it is. I've come to peace with that, but it's really hard when someone... So for that woman, she's come to peace with the fact that she's overweight. She's fine with it. But if everyone else is trying to make her, quote unquote, feel better, then it's going to make her feel worse because it's like saying she shouldn't be okay with that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All of that. So if you're a health professional too, I think this is really important for you to be able to communicate about. I remember sending Molly a link to a blog that I thought was really interesting, and I think she was the nutritionist who I adore, but she was advertising probiotics, and she posted a before and after picture of herself with these probiotics, and super flat stomach in both pictures, objectively, and she made a comment in the podcast or on the post, I don't remember, but saying something about a belly bulge, and it didn't even phase me, because... I don't know. It just didn't. Molly's better at this stuff. And Molly said I didn't like that she referred to that bulge because then it makes it about weight. Yeah. And I was thinking if it's probiotics, it should be commenting more on how it makes you feel and that kind of stuff. Um, And so, again, it made it about weight. And then it was, again, my first thought in that was she doesn't have a belly bulge. Oh, my gosh. If she saw my belly bulge, whoa. And Mm -hmm. so... 
it's a cycle and it's all about how you communicate it because this could all, you know, be way more objective if, if we communicated it in the right way. And it could, again, society isn't doing a great job with helping with that, but it starts with us as well. Yeah. And so making these comments more objective and like doing the work around yourself to learn how to accept your body more is important. Yeah. And I think also we put so much emphasis on the appearance and being like, if someone's feeling bad about their, the way they look in a dress, they say, no, you're beautiful. It's like, yeah, that's helpful. Sure. But also it just reaffirms the weight that we place on physical appearance. Whereas the way it shouldn't, it shouldn't be about that. Like, it's not about like making someone feel physically beautiful. Yeah. I want to bring something up about kids. Mm -hmm. So I work with kids all the time and I've been trying really hard not to comment on the appearance of kids. So when I see a client or whatever, I try not to say, oh, um, your hair looks great today or wow, love your shirt, or I don't know, whatever it is, um, because then kids will start holding value in their appearance versus anything else. So I'll say, wow, that was a really smart, like a really thought out answer. That was awesome. Or, whoa, you look like um, you had a really good day. You look so happy. Or things like that to then take the weight off of appearance as well. So then they know that there's not as much weight in that and people can see other values that they hold. Yeah, and I think it's so important to start out as a child because, again, that's where, where these issues come from. We can tend, usually look at our upbringing to see where our body image issues come from. I actually read something the other day that was saying how for attractive people, compliments about your appearance weight mean less. If you get, it's like, for example, if a girl gets a lot of compliments that she's pretty, then calling her pretty isn't going to mean as much as if you call her smart or call her funny or call her witty or call her something else that she probably doesn't hear as mm. often. But if a girl is, this is what the study was saying, receives compliments on her appearance less often, then calling her pretty will actually mean a lot to her because she's not used to hearing it. But what we need to do is rewire the system so that there's not so much weight put on that physical appearance because now that person, it's like we have to achieve that standard in order for us to feel whole. Like we have to feel like, okay, I'm physically okay with my appearance and therefore then I can work on the rest of me and that shouldn't be the case. Yeah. And I think there are exceptions to this rule as well because there always are. Um, cause I was just thinking about if a woman came in and she had killer makeup and I, I, I should be able to comment the, wow, your makeup looks so good. Cause I can comment on the fact of how she did it on herself. And like, that's an artistic feat, mm-hmm. just random thoughts popping in my head. Or like if someone did their hair a different one day, like, wow, like your hair looks great. You put some, you did something looks like you put a lot of effort into it or whatever. Again, commenting more on like the process and things like that behind it. Yeah. And I'm not saying don't ever compliment someone's appearance, but we just need to, make sure that for our own selves, we're not putting all of our self-worth in our appearance. So a lot of the self-love media that I see is all about like, look at your body and tell yourself that you're beautiful in the mirror. And like that, that's important to come to accept yourself, but it would, wouldn't it be wonderful if we lived in a society in which we didn't have to do that. And that's where starting with the children really matters. If you teach kids to value themselves for the person that they are and not the way that they look in the mirror, that is going to 
help them so much more down the road. So then you don't have to do all that reversal work of, okay, let me get back to, because when babies are babies, they don't care about what they look like and they're so happy. Yeah. Crap all over their face. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They're like, yeah, I ate an Oreo today. It's in my teeth. Can you see it's it? It's in the conditioning that we start to think that our worth comes from being attractive. And that is something that we all say to kids like, Oh, look at those beautiful eyes, you beautiful eyes, blah, blah, and things. Yes. And I'm not saying don't ever, Say Your that. baby's so beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, what what did that baby do to become beautiful? Nothing. It was just born. Yeah. Yeah, it was just born. Great. He looks like a happy baby. He looks really healthy. Those are some really good things to say instead. Yeah. Yeah. But for adults who are already yes. in this in the throes of this, obviously do the the self work to come to love your body but remember that at the end of the day it should be about health and you have so many other qualities that your physical appearance shouldn't be the thing that gives you the most worth and so we need to be careful about how we comment on our own bodies because one that's affecting our self-love but also it's making other people feel a certain way even though it's not about them and keep that in mind too when you're listening to someone else make negative comments about their body don't take it personally because they're not thinking about you Yes, that's what I think. I think that could be a very big takeaway is like try and reframe your brain to understand that when people say things about their body, it's not about you and how to then turn your brain off of you and just take it for what it yeah. is. One thing I just thought of is what do we do if someone does make a negative comment about your body? It says, wow, you seem like you've gotten you've gained a little weight since I last saw you. I think that deserves a whole episode. I don't even start with that. (laughs) I think it does too. I think, you know, again, that comes with your own self-work that you've done around your body, but there are ways to combat that and help reframe their brain too, right? Like, yeah, I have gained a little weight because, oh my gosh, there's so many good restaurants around me where I lived and I've been having the best food Mm -hmm. or... Or, yeah, I've been really stressed, so I haven't worked out, and I'm working on that mental piece of me because that's more important. And, and maybe point out, so if you do have someone in your life that's habitually commenting on your weight or your physical appearance, say to them, that's really vulnerable and awkward, but you can say, hey, it really makes me uncomfortable when you comment on that. I'm aware that I'm not the same size that I was a few years ago and I'm working on it. But when you make that comment, it really makes me feel pretty low and it's not motivating for me. So it actually be more motivating for me if you just don't comment on my appearance and let me work on it on my own. Yeah. Also like, does that other person commenting on your appearance think you don't know? Like we are so hyper aware of our own selves. You don't need to tell me anything. I know my eyelashes look weird today. I know that, like, my stomach has gotten larger or whatever. Yeah. It's not anybody's role to tell you yeah, that. Yeah, I just think it's tricky because I'm sure a lot of people deal with relatives in particular that will make these comments if you haven't seen someone in a while. And so just I oh, think yeah. we can all try to comment less on appearance in general. And when you're t- talking yeah. about your own self or someone else, if you're talking about, like, oh, that girl, look at her, she's gained weight, don't say that. Like, what How? What does that really stop and think about why you're saying that? Because if you're saying something like that, it's probably coming from a place of your own insecurity, and it's not making anyone feel good around you. It's just making everyone immediately think about themselves. So stop commenting on other people's weight and appearance, unless it's a positive thing. Totally. And even if it is a positive thing, too. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Unless it's like, oh, she looks, she's glowing. She looks so happy since being married or something yes. like that. Not like, wow, she lost 20 pounds. She looks great. I wish I could do that. You know, that's not because when you think about what is that actually accomplishing for you, it's not healthy. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right. So takeaways. Um, my takeaway is going to be when you say something about somebody, if you feel like you're going to be saying something about appearance, try and catch yourself and change it to commenting about their personality or something they did. That's my takeaway. So instead of saying, wow, um, you look great today, or your face is cleared up so much, or your hair is less frizzy, you can say something like, you seem like you're in a great mood, or um, you look really bright and happy today. Yeah. My take home is banish the word fat from your vocabulary unless you are talking about, you know, nutrition, dietary fat or something like that. But don't comment on people using the word fat, whether it's in a, I don't know how that would be a positive way or a negative way, but just don't use that word. Banish the F word. Yeah. Not the P-H-A-T word, just the F-A-T word. (laughs) there's so much more we could say about this i hope that this is helpful and uh, please just everyone start thinking about the way that you communicate about your bodies because it has more of an impact on everyone else around you than you know all the examples that we brought up i'm sure the people that i mentioned have no idea that i even thought twice about their comment and there are literally hundreds more i can think of where people made really under like really non-remarkable remarks that stuck with me for my entire life because that's how sensitive we all are and I now that I'm thinking about it I shudder to think how many comments I've made that have stuck with other people and made them insecure so really let's all try to make an effort to be better about this yeah and I'm sure you guys have tons and tons of thoughts on this as well so email us find us on Instagram Facebook message us anything that you want our email is lost art of communication at gmail.com our facebook and instagram and twitter are lost art of communication and we would love to hear from you about this topic because it's a big one it's huge and we love receiving personal questions and emails and so if you do if you're in a situation where you don't know how to navigate something please feel free to reach out to us we would love to hear from you thank you very much for listening and have a lovely day all right bye guys